0: Feel really professional right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> no, we're wait, not. Wait, <laughs> when you sat at this table, damn it. No.
1: <laughs> we're legit. <laughs> so welcome back, everybody. I haven't seen these ladies in like forever ago a month or so because every time we tried to meet up, right? We kept having to postpone, somebody was sick or something happened mm-hmm. or shit, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Yep, yep, life happens, right? But it's good to be back. Uh, I hope you guys had a good holiday break there for a while and hung out oh. with Krampus for a little bit or what? No product placement. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um so what's new? What's new? Let's get We haven't been together in like a month
2: yeah it's been a while
1: it's been a while huh yeah so what's new Um,
3: okay (laughs) (laughs) we did holidays i spoke at the un again um with bear i took bear with me yeah wow that was fun yeah um, we went to it was like one one piece one earth. I'm probably saying it wrong, but the United Nations Association of Canada they had an event for COP15, okay, and they had us come together to speak to young professionals about career aspirations and what it means within conservation and protecting the earth. So I spoke and Bear sang, and it was real nice. Awesome! Yeah.
1: That's cool. It was cool. What an experience. Yeah,
3: I've worked with them a couple of times, and I think next time we're going to bc <laughs> like taking my picture but i think we're going to go to bc in the summer to Ooh, do something nice. and, and, on, and try and bring bear with me again yeah yeah she's right got medicine yeah so, she is she yeah. definitely is. i like it was, being it was it. good stuff yeah awesome we had a good time cool
1: so um I lost six pounds. Hey, <laughs> good for you. Good job. That's about that's new with me. <laughs> um, I I didn't. I didn't do too much this uh, this holiday. We just chilled out and whatever. Um, I mean, who could really do anything after that freaking crazy mm-hmm. storm last week? I, honest to God. Every time we we're told we we're going to have a storm, I'm like, Pfft, yeah, whatever. They always say that, and we get a little light dusting and wake up, and I'm disappointed. And then I was like, oh, shit, this is legit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I better go home. Make sure all my stuff is good. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty much, it's just been um, work and, and sports pretty much for me right now because uh, um, Daniel is playing pretty regularly now, and so almost every weekend we're going to like Placid or Vermont or somewhere is to go for hockey and stuff like that. So, and then gymnastics. So really, I'm not very adventurous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, what about you? What's new with you? Um, I mean, we got through Christmas. It was like December 1st. We were just ordering presents for the kids and then like hiding them. So nobody would, <laughs> nobody would find them. Right. And because we have a new build, The UPS would not deliver to our house because we're not, like, recognized in their GPS yet. Mm -hmm. So we had to ship all of our presents to my parents. And in their spare bedroom was just, like, all of the presents. Oh, my God. So, and then we all got sick with the flu. Like, our whole house got hit for, like, a full week and a half. No, it was maybe two to three. Mm -hmm. Because it started with one or two for a week. And then like six more of us got hit and then like two more it was bad like Damn. i was out of work for the whole week
1: making its rounds
2: it was it was a bad mm-hmm. a bad flu but um we all got better everybody went back to school we did the holidays we stayed up until like one wrapping presents <laughs> but um yeah it was just like a good family time yeah. and now here we are i can't wait for the kids to go back to school <laughs> They're just like sick of each other. We're all getting sick of each other being calm. cooped up, right? Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Bob said that today too. He was like because he's been doing the same regimen as I am like food and working out and stuff like that. And he's like, I lost 10 pounds in the last two three weeks. And I was like, frick, you're sick then. Why is it come out so easy? Right. <laughs> he's like it makes me want to be naked more. I'm like you're always naked. And he's like I can't wait for Tuesday. Because <laughs> they're all going to be gone, right? They're all gone to school right. or work. So he's like Yes, I'm
0: like, oh my god, I'm coming over. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs>
1: Just everybody always says that. I'm waiting for Ryan, too. He's like, Kids are gone to school. Yep, I'm coming over.
4: Oh
1: my god, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, everybody. This is Alicia Ali pres- Pleasure Doula.
4: Hey, <laughs> with
2: Sarah and Victoria. Hello, um, hello.
1: And we have a special guest today hanging out with us. We have Kina giving us some uh, some Kina love today. Hey hey.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we were talking a few times um, over the last couple weeks, and um, we were talking about like the things that are trending right now and whatever, and and all you see everywhere you look, right, is getting ready for New Year's, getting ready for resolutions and, you know, cleaning your slate and things like that. And so I just wanted to, like, bring that up and, you know, let's let's talk about it. Let's, like, you have resolutions. Do you have, do you do that? Like, what do you, how do you keep it up? Because I even made a joke today because I was like, oh, great, when we go back to the gym in January, it's going to be crazy busy, but it'll only be about two weeks and then it'll die down again. <laughs> <laughs> Cause That's I know true. I was I always do that too. I'm like, let's um let's stop drinking coffee, and then like two weeks later, I'm like, Go give me a fucking coffee.
3: <laughs> Why would you do that to your life?
2: Right. <laughs> <Nice>.
1: <laughs> but um, anyway, so yeah, what do you what are your thoughts on um resolutions?
2: I don't do it. Nothing. I've, I've never done a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. For one, I don't think I want to follow and be like. New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I got to, I don't know, go to the gym or eat better or quit something. Right. Right. I, guess. I, it's- I just would rather do it on my own instead of, saying like a holiday mm-hmm. to do it then. Yeah, yeah. But um, now that we have our new house, we have this awesome bathroom with like a nice huge tub. And last night I actually got in the bath and like I had a nice bath bomb. I... Did my candles along the, the side with my crystals. and Oh, nice. um Like, I didn't mess around on my phone. I wasn't on social media. Like, it was just...
1: Really chilling qu- out.
2: Yes, just nice. quiet. And I was like, I want to read. I haven't read a book in forever. And, like, t- 10 to 12 years ago, I had downloaded on my Amazon Kindle um The Secret. Mm-hmm. So, I started reading that and... I'm like, why haven't I read this more, like more often? And I got maybe, I don't know, 10 pages in. So I put my phone down and I started manifesting. So maybe I'll just start doing that instead of like a New Year's resolution.
1: Because it wasn't your time when you got it. That's why I remember you said, you just said that. Why didn't I read it before?
2: Why didn't right, I look into right. Because you yep. weren't
1: ready for it. And now it's happening to you now. You're opening it up and you're like, yeah. open. Right? Mm hmm. That's cool.
2: Yeah. And it, after I got out, I was like so relaxed and so happy because I was super stressed. Mm hmm. I don't know from what, but like something was just stressing me out. The kids, work, the holidays, like it all just built up. Mm hmm. So then after my bath last night, I just got out and I was like wiped clean. Like it was awesome.
1: That's awesome. I like that. Mm hmm. So are you thinking those kinds of moments are going to happen more?
2: Yes. Yeah. For sure.
1: Good one. You deserve it.
2: Definitely. So that's why I'm saying I don't really do the resolutions Mm -hmm. because I don't know, I'm probably not going to follow through with it for one. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'll just stick to my bathtub like ritual.
1: (laughs) It's something. Right. Right. You know, and taking time for yourself is a huge deal. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I don't know. I think resolutions are kind of hokey in my own opinion. But I was just talking about it earlier, like, when I started my workout journey, it just so happened to be right after New Year's, and I didn't plan that, it just happened to be that. And (laughs) I remember telling everyone, I'm not doing this as a resolution, I'm doing this because I (laughs) want (laughs) to. Don't judge me, it's not a resolution. (laughs) Um, but I stuck with that, I stuck with that, and um this year it's not so much as resolution for me but it's just like like similar to you like i just want to focus on me i just want to take more time i want to chill out more like um if i've learned anything in the past three years it's like time doesn't matter but it does Mm -hmm. so use it wisely and stop rushing and stop trying to right what about you kina what are your thoughts on resolutions
0: um, I never really had any resolutions or stuck to them just, um, when Victoria is talking about, you know, not having them and following through or it's like, it's a commitment. Mm-hmm. And, um, this past year I have, um, been having a hard time with, uh, committing anything uh, for myself. So I just kind of go with the flow and, um, I think it's just too much pressure i could yeah. say qu- i'm gonna quit smoking i'm gonna go to the gym and then um kind of just set yourself up for failure i mean <laughs> that's just the way i see it you definitely know? Like, i'm gonna start eating healthy and then you're gonna want all that chocolate and all that <laughs> stuff right <laughs> yeah. so yeah. i don't know yeah but um yeah so i guess yeah with the whole resolution things um no it's not for me but um i i This year, um, this coming year, I really want to focus on um, more me time. I've learned how to um, be selfish. Mm. And when you talk about time, you know, it it matters and it doesn't, you know, and not to rush things. Just kind of take the days as they come and... Just live your life to the fullest because we really don't know, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yep. For sure.
1: Yep. And you're right. Like, it is a lot of pressure, right? Like, I don't know. I don't even know. It. I can't even explain it. Like, what is the pressure? Why? Why is there pressure around it? Um, and what's so bad if we fail at it? Like, why do we put that on ourselves or other people, right? Like, why shouldn't we be more encouraging? And then if you don't do it, then big deal. Whatever. You know? Right. Like...
3: On to the next. What about you? What do you think, Sarah? Um, I had talked about this a little in the group chat about how it's like mostly a societal pressure. And then, and then it turns into a self-inflicted um, pressure. And then you sit there and, and you've created this space where you have you don't live up to your own expectations that you created from yourself based on a list of demands of yourself. And I don't think that's fair to anybody, especially when in this moment, I think we all need to just be very kind to each other and to our own selves and in whatever space we create around us. I think it's, um, if anything has taught us from the pandemic and, and everything that we've all been through in these last three years, it's, it's really to disconnect from whatever society is asking of us. Mm -hmm. And that's like commercialized, um, weight loss programs or um, the ideology of what like uh, a heteropatriarchal beauty standard is or or what does that look like in families and homes and and how do we feel stressed when we're not supposed to like who's living up to that uh, standard of what Christmas is and that commercialized Christmas and how many moms burn the the fuck out of themselves Mm -hmm. during Christmas because they want it to be perfect and Mm -hmm. And they want to make sure that everybody on social media sees the perfect tree with the gifts and the, the pictures and the matching PJs and fucking right. ridiculous, <laughs> right? It it's so like, much. like whose standard is that? That's like Sears and Roblox catalog from 1940 (laughs) like give me give me a goddamn break right you know like that's not who we are that's never who we have been so I'm trying not to fit in that box in every way shape or form and for me it's about showing my daughter that she doesn't have to stress herself out like that and and because she's getting so big, you know, we just celebrated a big, huge birthday. And everybody's like, oh, my God, Sarah, you're so fucking extra. Because the birthday was extra, right? Well, like, you said she it, hadn't even really yeah, had hasn't, one. Yeah, she hasn't had a birthday yeah. yet. And it was, like, now is the, like, the memories, right? Like, she's going to remember her yeah. fourth birthday. Yeah. And I... Wasn't able to do, like, I mean, we had birthdays, and they were themed and whatever, and they, like, but they were in my mother's home, and then we'd have one at his mother parents, and that was, it was different, and she doesn't remember her first birthday, mm-hmm. so for her to have her fourth birthday with her classmates and her best friends and her friends from soccer and all of that, every, like, couple of minutes, she'd come up, and she'd be like, Mom, this is the best day ever, Aww. you know, I and I was like, that. so I went wild, like, I was, like, themed out and like I, I don't know it was ridiculous and and I know that that can be like that was for her she wanted a face paint she wanted the bouncy house she wanted all that stuff and and I did too you know because okay. I was reliving my my inner child in the best way possible you know like I had Wonder Woman all up on my face like, <laughs> right you know on. like it was it was Badass, and then everybody got COVID after that, but <laughs> it's fucking worth it, fucking worth she it, it like, you know? It's like, Here. <laughs> you know, fucking, it was just like, but that's the thing is like, we've been sick, like, you get the flu, and then there was the stomach flu, and then there was, uh, there's RSV, and then there's like COVID, and it's like, Jesus, like, when are we ever going to get a break as moms, as women, because we're all caretaking and, and, to really look at the fact that, okay, now we got to do, we just finished Christmas and now we got to reinvent ourselves on the first to lose all the weight and, right. and look real good in the selfies. <laughs> like, fuck all that shit. Like, That's are you filters f- at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> filters, man. No, like, I think that was, that was one of my, um, my light bulb moments was that I wasn't smiling in my pictures because I didn't want people to see my laugh lines because I have wrinkles. I mean I'm forty one. Like I ones, i crazy I, I like in, in here, right? And I was like I every time I took a selfie, I'm like Right, <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. Right, and I was like, "Why am I doing that to myself? Like, I have a nice smile. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. you can't really see my eyes when I smile. But, but why am I doing that to myself? It's not fair. And yeah. for us to define ourselves from other people's definitions. I mean, we talk about that all the time on the show. Is like self-expression and yes. really digging deep into like sitting in our own identity and not worrying about the judgment of others. And and I think those resolutions kind of fall into that category of like, who's asking me to do that and why. And I feel like I renew myself every day that I need to. Mm, there you go. Every way that I need to, yep. you know, like whether I just need to smudge the heck out of my house mm-hmm. or I need to go do ceremony or I just need to sing my face off or or I just need to squeeze my baby a little bit mm-hmm. harder that day or, or I need to cook all day because that gives me a sense of, like that's a love language for me, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I don't know, like I just, I feel like, When I was younger, I definitely adhered to that. I definitely was like, I'm starting my diet. I got my gym membership. I got my clothes. Here's my bag. I got it all for Christmas. Like, I was into it for Mm -hmm. sure. But the older I get, the less I give a fuck, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I I have to, you know? Because, like, if I don't, I'm going to show my nieces. And, and, I mean, we talk about that all the time. It's like, I'm going to show those young people in my life that that's what matters. And it really doesn't because time is short. Mm And I want to have quality time with the people around me and not have to worry about how many calories I'm counting Mm. or how many hours I docked in the gym because Mm -hmm. I need to have this kind of image Mm -hmm. that isn't me, you know? So so trying to feel, accept my inner beauty and and radiate it outward, Mm -hmm. I guess.
1: And that's what it is. That's what it does. Yeah. Right? Like as soon as you start feeling that peace inside. Mm Mm-hmm. Everything else just comes behind it. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm. No, I feel that.
1: Just this, this today, I was talking to my, uh, my daughter. She's nine. And uh, she was asking, like, what the heck is New Year's resolutions anyways? And I'm trying to explain it so she would understand it you know and I'm like I don't know people want to get better and do things better for themselves you know save money get healthy I don't know whatever they want to change so when this clock strikes midnight on January 1st I'm not me anymore I'm somebody else and she's just, <laughs> just like how come we don't do that every day and she's like oh teaches us if we get up in the morning we have that thanks and every single day it's a renewal and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you're so right. <laughs> you're so
3: much smarter than we are. Right? And you're so <laughs> yeah. little.
1: Out
0: of the mouths of babes.
3: Yes. <laughs> you want
1: to come to my podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Dropping the mics yeah. everywhere. No right. But um. But when she <laughs> said that, it just like like you said, like a light bulb moment. Like you have the chance every single day to do these things, and why apply the pressure extra added on top of yeah. our plates as women? Right? We are already tending to all the kids, we're already tending to the partners, to the jobs, to our community, to our families. We are already got all of these other stresses on our backs. Like, why do we add just one more pressure? (laughs) Why? 'Cause we yes. want
3: to show everybody we can do it.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what the Who heck? do I need to show? You know? Like who exactly. do I need to prove that to? Mm-hmm. And I keep at, like I keep saying that like with my new mantra. Like I don't have to prove anything to anybody. The only person that's validating me is my daughter. And so when I'm doing things, and, and she doesn't need to know that when she becomes a teenager, because I don't need to tell her that. <laughs> but but as of right now, like, yeah. I just feel like if, if she's happy and she's joyful and she's proud of the world that she lives in and she's not surrounded by any kind of pain or anger, like, then I'm doing my job and that's all that matters, you know? Like, and I'm providing for her, like, that's all. Like, I don't I don't need to, like, worry about the rest of it. Like, I don't have any other kind of, like i don't know colonial standard of what success is for me like i feel successful when she wakes up and she's making up different songs and singing around the house and and she's speaking mohawk words like real well and you know like because her happiness is mine as well so Mm -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. it really eliminates a lot of the pressure
3: it does you know yeah we don't deserve that of each other or of ourselves
1: and what's all of it for (laughs) you know like just like you said like what is it for
3: who are we doing all of this to It's work, a waste of goddamn you know? time.
1: It is. My time is precious. It, it really is. <laughs> and I've really
3: learned that over these past couple of years. And so now
1: I'm like, you know, like, either you do, or you don't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's not yeah. a big deal. I'm not gonna make. I'm not gonna make an issue out of it. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know what I mean? hmm Um. Oh, back to like the the weight loss thing. Like I was saying, in the past, there was always my thing. Like, oh, I want to be skinny. 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 But it never worked. And I would be like, like, like Kina said earlier, you, you want to lose weight and you want to get fit and you want this. And then you're like, oh, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> right. Ooh, pretend. Um But my mentality changed in these last couple of years where it's like, okay, I want to be healthy. Right? Like mm-hmm. I have a 19-year-old. I have a 17-year-old. And I was 19 when I had my first kid. Right? So my daughter could turn around any day and be like, hey, mom, I'm going to have a kid. Oh shit. I want to be able to be healthy enough to help her. I want to be involved in my grandkids' lives. I want to be that fun crazy wild Duda. You Send know what I mean? Home. <laughs> <laughs> Get them all sugared up and bye. No, but I want to be present and I watch a lot of the duras in the community and I'm like, look at, they're at all of their sporting events and look at they're always with their grandkids. And look, you know what I mean? I'm like, I want to do that. That's what I want to be like. And at the rate that I was going, I wasn't giving myself that life, right? I was eventually gonna be like fifty years old with a grandkid, and like I can't. I'm tired. I'm hurting. I'm this. I'm that. You know. And I don't want to do that. I, I want to be. I want to be fun, forever, till so I'm one hundred and ten. No, I'm
4: just
0: kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the key word is like being healthy instead of um, wanting to lose weight, right? Because mm-hmm. we're all like yeah the whole self-image thing um yeah that's that really rings a bell right there when you say that it's just about being healthy right because i don't know to mean uh forgive me i'm gonna apologize in advance but you know like um right now you know we're I'm, i'm not happy with my body but i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna lose well i'm sorry i started the gym actually last week but anyways um so you lose so much weight and then you kind of mold into this other person. You change your clothes, your attitude changes, you know, like, I don't know, I always bought 20 pounds and turned into a big slut. Just kidding. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. <laughs> you know, like, that's when you act up, right? Like, holy man. My posts <laughs> are showing. Like, oh my gosh you don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding.
3: I would but never. The
1: older you get, the less you give a fuck. Right. Right. That's right. Exactly. And it's
3: it's free. But you it's, do you, it's man. Liberating. You want to sled man. it up? Go sled it oh, up. I'm all, I'm all about it. it. Do it.
0: Are we live?
3: Yeah. No. Just... Are we live? <laughs> <laughs> but you do what you gotta do to make yourself but happy, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> she cold. said what i was thinking yeah. i could feel it it's pulling me there's no such statement no, no never, never. never happened.
1: heck no we're all about pleasure <laughs> oh that was a good one though I guess. you hit the nail right on the head you sure did funny. but <clears throat> what about you victoria
2: well, we were talking about the whole being a slut thing threw me off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding.
1: That was really good. That was It amazing. was. I like oh,
0: it. Oh, you are all married. I'm not. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's all good.
1: So oh, I'm a married slut. Don't judge me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, yeah. hmm. But,
3: anyways, right.
4: I don't, I don't, don't remember. remember. Right? Oh we don't remember. God. We're all like,
3: <laughs> right? Right? I'm like, I remember when I was a slut. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Aww. Yeah, right down like, <laughs> Good times.
2: Because we all had it, that that phase. Oh, man.
1: To all of our listeners, we do not slush shame. No. You, no. you go on with your bed, so. <laughs>
3: you do what you gotta do. I remember I was doing. um sex ed somewhere and there was a young woman who came up to me and she's like well they were saying that when you when you have sex with someone it's like um having ceremony and you should don't like they they like they glamorized it as this like ceremonial act with your partner and i was like oh well that's nice and she's <laughs> like well um they made me feel really bad about it because i've had x amount of partners and i was like but did you have a good time She's like, yes. I'm like, did you consent? She said, yes. I was like, and would you do it again if you had the opportunity, if you could go back in the past and do it again? She said, yes. And I said, said, well don't let other people uh, put their judgments on you about how they were raised and how they thought about sex because that's not fair to you. If you felt good about it, you were in a good safe space, you consented to it and it was a good time for you, then go fucking do it again. I didn't say fucking it was a kid it was like a teen thing. But I was like they like the, the adults were slut shaming her for being sexually active and I said, Oh no honey, as long as you're protected, you didn't get STDs and you're not pregnant, then what is the problem? Mm-hmm. I don't think there is a problem. I think it's a society problem about who's sexually active and why. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing New Year's resolutions, <laughs> like don't slut shame, put that on your resolution. <laughs> right. hey, Thank you. you. Oh, yes. <laughs> Here first, <laughs> boom!
1: Right, You're so rude. Everybody's <laughs> resolution. We are squashing
3: slushy. Yeah. Well, can we put all the bad things on there for people to not do anymore?
1: Just like Janda said, we're supposed to do that every day. Every day. Yeah.
3: Anyways, that was good. <laughs> that was really good. I I seriously lost my train of thought too. <laughs> no, but I was thinking about when she was talking about. Um, when you lose weight and people treat you different or you start acting different. And like as a person who had weight loss surgery and I was, somebody posted something online the other day and I was like, they're like, people treat you differently. And it's sad to see that because they didn't treat you that way when you were bigger. Oh yeah. And as a person who was like 300 pounds and went down to like whatever I was at the, my smallest and now I'm kind of in the middle and I'm getting happier about it. You know, like I see the difference and I got angry about it. I'm like, man, like, I don't like that you start getting like sexualized by men when you're smaller and I don't like that women are shittier with you when you're smaller because they're either jealous or threatened or they don't know how to talk to you or whatever and women are beautiful and, and wonderful people and whenever I talk to somebody, anybody a stranger anything like I, I try to meet them with the same energy that, that they meet me so I hope they come at me with good energy because that's who I am and, mm-hmm. and so like when I was at my smallest and on that Journey. I saw a lot of that, and it was very interesting to me because I didn't know how it was going to be. Because I've always wanted to know what was on the other side of being a big girl, you know? Because because I've always been like a plus size girl. So for for that to like come up and to be like, oh well, you act different. I'm like, well, I didn't. I don't know if I I got more confident. Mm -hmm. I know I did that. Like I started speaking in public more, and I started doing things in my work more that I loved and not being afraid of that. And I think if I was single, I probably would have been here right? <laughs> <laughs> But I was engaged. <laughs> he wiped that up right away. <laughs> <laughs> he knew not to mess around. <laughs> Woman. All right, crap,
0: lose more. Get home. <laughs> but what, about, what
1: about the fact that the energy that you gain when you start to lose oh that God, yeah. excess baggage, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's heavy. Yeah. it really is heavy it is. and it really takes a toll on your body. And if you're fueling your body with not good fuel, mm-hmm. you know, it, it makes a big difference in your your moods and your energy and stuff like that. So I, I really noticed that for myself, cutting out um, a lot of the junk food and stuff like that. And I was just literally just telling Bub this too that I was like. I had a couple handfuls of M&M's and I woke up the next day and I seriously felt like I had a hangover. Mm. Just from a little bit of M&M's. It's probably
3: the fake dye in that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like,
1: to to completely get rid of that stuff. And I'm like, we need that stuff on the daily. Like, what the heck, yeah. right? And then my sister's birthday was a couple of days ago and I had one sugar cookie and one cupcake. And the next day I just was like,
3: I'm so blessed. Oh, well, I did that. So with, weird. I, got, I had um, chocolate and Skittles and... What else? Twizzlers at the movie theater. We mm-hmm. we we junked out at the movie theater. It's, it's so, like Christmas Christmas cookies, <laughs> like so like all week it's been a bunch of junk and I'm like at the and then in the morning I do I do feel hung over and like when I was bigger I'd wake up and I'd be in a lot of pain. Yeah. Like lower back pain, like upper back pain. Like it's just it's just a lot of pain all the time. And then I had that breathing machine when you sleep when you're sleeping all Yeah, play. and they're like, You're gonna die. By 35, and you can't have kids, so get your shit together. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm 41 and I have a child, so fuck that noise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all about the health. It is. It's all about it health. is. And it's not a resolution. And let your just... slut flag fly <laughs> free. <laughs> 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 we need mummer stickers. <laughs> oh, my <God>. oh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And give homage to your inner slut, even though she may be dormant. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give give her some honor and grace for who she was back then (laughs) right he's like like, yes yeah (laughs) how are you gonna honor her (laughs) tell me how you honor her
1: (laughs) (laughs) but that's good that's really good i like that i like you guys are awesome very good medicine very good um in insight and perspective and i hope that it helps listeners too because the pressure is like stifling right like and the expectations that we're supposed to reach these levels and be this type of person and Mm -hmm. and if we fail there's something wrong with us we're wrong we're you know like it's 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 ridiculous and it's very what were you saying earlier like society yeah
3: it's a societal construct of an expectation like it's yeah it's ridiculous yeah it's not fair to anybody but but we weren't raised that way we had we had like families that carried that load right I mean hypothetically in the ideology of of what an indigenous community was like community raises the family and we all take care of each other like that's kind of the idea right Mm -hmm. I mean it's not always happening but to kind of return back to the idea that we don't have to carry all that I always think of like Erica Badu and Bag Lady. And oh, yeah! Like, you got yeah. too much stuff. You, yeah, yeah. You you you, you got to put it all down. Like, put down what's yeah. not yours. Put down what you don't have to carry it anymore because it's not helpful to oh, you. That's such a good song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let it go, let it go, let it. Go. Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> but I, I just feel like it's it's something that we all have to remind ourselves us mm-hmm. of doing. Is like, whenever we say yes to things, what are we sacrificing in ourselves? You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only place
1: that I can see where.
2: (laughs) When we say yes to something, what are we sacrificing within ourselves? Mm -hmm. Holy shit! Your face. That's Mm -hmm. just like boom. Mm -hmm. My mind's being blown right now.
3: (laughs) It it gives you a better insight on how to be pickier with your time and And set boundaries.
2: Yes, be selfish. Learn to be
3: selfish, man. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. and take care of yourself. Like, I I didn't take care of myself for so long. That I had all these medical problems and I'm still trying to figure them all out. And it take, because I didn't fix it outwardly, it all internalized. And that's what happens, right? And you see that in really angry women that you see in community or really angry people in community. They're sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that all sick people are angry. I'm just saying that some people, they just internalize it and they don't figure out how to let it go so that they can heal. And if you don't let that energy out, it's gonna manifest in some other way. Mm-hmm and and mine was like my carpal tunnel and my tennis dissertation elbow like my iron my anemia like I can give you a laundry list of things that I let go in the last 4 years mm-hmm. because I was taking care of my child my school my work whatever my husband like all the things but not me I'm last on that list mm-hmm. even still christmas they're like oh what are you getting for christmas i'm like oh that don't matter it's all about them right it it's all matter, it yeah. doesn't matter and I'm sure, like, people, all the women in the community say that, oh, it doesn't matter what I get as long as everybody else is taken care of and everybody's all happy and they're all fed and I cook the meal and they all have the gifts. And, like, I I want to be more selfish about that. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want nothing. I just want time to bead and take a bath mm-hmm. and maybe go leave and go sing with my girls because right. I don't have time for that and I want time for that, you know?
2: Um, I was told, like, back to holding in and not expressing trauma or any sort of emotions to get it out of you. Back to, like you said, it manifests in sickness,
4: mm-hmm.
2: especially grief. Like, look at the older generations in our community. They all get lung cancer while smoking, for one. But, like, it, it just doesn't go anywhere because of generational trauma or traumas they've gone through or whoever goes through it turns into especially grief is in the lungs. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like we need to, like you said, get that out. And like, I love this group because this is kind of like our own little like mental health. Mm-hmm.
4: It is. It's is. Is.
0: little it can therapy. like see, like visual, like um, visualize the energy that goes through your body. And how mm-hmm. it, like, as you're talking about it, like how important it is to let all of those emotions out because if it, whatever you're bringing in is going to stay there because there's all those blockages. Yeah, right? Right. You almost really yeah, see you it.
3: Feel the blockages yeah. all over your body and then mm-hmm. you got to figure out like some people do tapping or yeah, you, right? you know they try and figure out different ways to like or singing or like I do a lot of yoga like and and when I'm not singing I'm doing yoga or beating, you know, like those <laughs> are my things lately and and yeah. it's been really helping me to understand where I'm I hold like my stress where I hold my anxiety in here. You know mm-hmm. like it's it's important to like really check in with yourself and say, "Okay, I just had a trauma or a trigger. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. is it in my body?" cuz mm-hmm. it's somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then if and next week I'm going to get the stomach flu because I didn't do nothing about it. You know like mm-hmm. and that's real, you know, and, and I think if more people were intact with their body, I don't like saying these blanket statements, but I would like to be more in tune with my body so that I know when to check in with it and let something go you know mm-hmm. because i'm holding on and it, it might be subconscious and you just don't know mm-hmm. but i mean everybody has their own rate of healing or how they mm-hmm. can do that or when they can do that but i definitely agree like elders and community they, there's a lot of that intergenerational trauma that they can't even speak about and and it turns into that not to mention like the environmental stuff that's happening to right us. right but but yeah, I think that's, um, like, you can see that in other people's energy when they walk in the room. And we've talked about that before. I don't know if Kina heard us talk about, like, the bubbling up or, like, yeah. the protecting yourself from other people's energy. And when you leave that room, you have the choice to disconnect from it or let it go or cut that ribbon or, like, keep your bubble up. You know, like, um, my sister taught me that. So I was sharing it with them another time that we talked. But I think that's really important for self-care and and making sure, especially when you're doing your, your manifesting in your bathtub, like, yeah. like that's a good time for that. Like whatever tools work for each of mm-hmm. us, you mm-hmm. know, like you could do it on the golf course in the summer. <laughs> I, I've
1: mastered I've mastered so well that I, I feel like I can do it all the time. And I, I really like to meditate hmm. like daily all throughout the day, especially living on the island and having to sit and line up. <laughs> no matter where yeah. I go, I got to deal with those men. Those authority figures, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, I've uh, I've really tried to, but after a while, it started to become my wall. Mm. Right, my bubble became my wall, and my bubble became the space where I would be like, okay, I'm gonna go into this little shell. Now, maybe because I'm turtle kind, <laughs> but I'd be like, I'm gonna go into this shell because I don't I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to see mm. it. I don't want to hear it. I don't wanna. I just like
3: block it all off, you made right? made a coping mechanism. Yes, yeah.
1: it became that. So then internalizing things here and there and certain triggers, and I'd be like, <laughs> something that would normally trigger me to react, I would then internalize and just be like, mm, no, I'm not going to deal with this right now. And um, so <laughs> it went from one extreme to the next. But now I'm getting better to be able to balance it, acknowledging what's happening in my body, acknowledging the feelings that are coming up. And no, it's hard to do it on the golf course. Because <laughs> if I fuck up my swing no, there goes my whole game. No, just get it <laughs> But no, yeah, that's that's a really good point and <clears throat> that bubbling up. I really like that conversation that we had because it it's a, it's on one hand, it's a good me- coping mechanism, but on the other hand, it's a really great to conserve and save your energy, protect your energy because your energy is your energy and it's supposed to be sacred and it's supposed to be honored and it's supposed to be um, protected and you should be selfish over your energy, right? So I forgot where I was going with that.
3: That's all right. It went where it was supposed to go. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought of golf and <laughs> oh
3: shoot i gotta make up a game this week (laughs) sarah come golf with me (laughs) Sarah's like no i think it would be funny to try (laughs) i'm always a riot when i golf Um, well then maybe i would (laughs) with you too i might do
2: it
1: (laughs) oh yeah you said you found clubs didn't you i
3: actually
2: said that no i actually got clubs from for christmas did you like a whole set i was like holy heck this is awesome. I was so excited. So I'm going to join League come spring, and we'll probably maybe we'll play against each other or whatever. Freaking right. It'll be so much fun. Oh, I'm so excited.
4: <laughs> Holy against you. I know,
3: right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus talks about it. I'm like, I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I did, too. <laughs> that was so cute. I like the joy yeah. that it brings you, but I yeah. will not be partaking <laughs> in that <laughs> activity. Right. <laughs> um,
2: there. Oh man. So I want to talk about how everybody deals with cuz you we were talking about bubbling up to protect ourselves. But how do we manage negative energy when we come across it? Hmm. Because everybody's going to have their own special ways to protect themselves.
1: Mm-hmm. Sometimes I react and sometimes I'm just like <laughs> orgasm by <laughs> it's, it really Here's my car. <laughs> it really depends on it really depends on the day mm-hmm. honestly like where i'm coming from if i'm already carrying something if i'm already stressed out if something whatever right and somebody and I, and then i get hit with somebody else's negative energy sometimes i have to handle and i act not very mm, pleasurely <laughs> <laughs> But, Leisurely. but, but <laughs> when I'm in a good mood and somebody's trying to be all jacked up, I'm like, I'm sorry you feel that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm going to have fun. You go that way. Do you know what I mean? That's it. It's like...
2: So it sounds like you're already bubbling up because you're not putting your energy back into that negativity.
1: If I'm already in a good mood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> if you catch me bad, <laughs> you're going to get me bad. <laughs> fair. That's fair I mean, enough. I mean, I... I I, now I know I'm better. I see I'm better with controlling myself from lashing out or saying things I'm going to regret or something like that. Mm -hmm. But it still happens. Well, of course. Yeah. But I don't catch cases, so it's okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Kina? Um, hmm. I've been very much to myself lately, but I think it's. It's probably something that I'm working on because I used to be really, uh, I tend to overreact, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't ask questions. I just react right away. Or used to. Anyways, but um, the whole thing about, you know, the energy thing, uh, Sarah, that you were talking about. You know, I practiced that too for almost seven years now with my aunt, Emmy. I've <clears throat> been um, practicing all of that. Even like um, the energy transfer, it's real, you know, to touch mm-hmm. somebody, you know, you or even to sit in the same spot or walk through where they were standing or all of that, you know. So I always, um, I learned to um, put that shield up and um, not pick up anybody else's because uh, some days we don't even have enough energy for ourselves, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just learned to put my wall up all the time and um, yeah. That's it. Mm, good. Yeah. I don't know if I'm like the best person beyond this podcast with you guys. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm kind of, I don't know. I know he's been asking me for like a long time, you know, and I'm like, well, oh, I'm not ready yet. I'm not funny. Uh, I don't swear as much as I used to. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said slut. <laughs> no. It's I don't know. No. I really like toned it down a lot, but I, I want to act up. So.
3: I like. <laughs> to I'm gonna I'm be here. <laughs> just kidding. You can come back too. Yes, just warming up.
2: Yeah. Thanks um, for having me.
3: No, there's not one specific kind of person, and you're supposed to be here because you're here. So, yeah. so we're just happy to have you. Definitely. No, don't worry about. <laughs> if you fit or not because right because we how time. did we get together I don't know I, how don't, did, know. How did I don't know happen? who you are I right? don't know we, I <laughs> know right
1: we, we didn't even really like know each other when we got into mm-hmm. this originally and we were yeah. just like okay let's tell our stories because who the hell are you
3: yeah <laughs> exactly we really so,
2: were just strangers kind yeah. of
3: so we're still kind of learning we're learning about each other and we mm-hmm. just share our insights as as women in Aquazesne and that's why it's a woman's dance, you know, like it's it's where you are right now and maybe next time you share where you are then, you know? So mm-hmm. it's it's not um it's not about like there's being...
1: no agenda. No. There's no agenda. And and we all came to common ground that um we wanna be the space. We wanna be the aunties. We wanna be the the circle where People can come and, and hear real and raw and,
3: and feel <laughs> relatable, <laughs> feel like, relatable. People. Yes, yeah. exactly. Because there's other women in our community that are going through the things that we go through and mm-hmm. they don't have anyone to share that space with or say those things out loud. So we want to be the people to say them out loud on like on un, unabashed and like really just honest so that people can hear that and say, well, I'm not alone. Because a lot of times we are in our homes and we're all by ourselves and we feel alone, even though we may have big circles of friends Mm -hmm. and whatever, we still feel by ourselves. So if they can hear us talking about whatever we're going through, whatever it's feeling stressed about New Year's or holidays or whatever, like, I mean, it may not be super academic or whatever, but like (laughs) other podcasts. But I mean, sometimes we talk about serial killers, but (laughs) I, 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 I forgot about that. But but you you just roll with it and and we try and, like, I know a lot of housewives, I don't know, I don't think they're, I don't like that word, a lot of women who watch serial killer documentaries while folding laundry, Uh, like, come on. So
1: don't (laughs) fuck with your women.
3: No, because we know how to hide a body.
1: (laughs) Come call these ones. (laughs) All I know is Sarah, you
4: in
3: my corner. (laughs) Damn straight. Oh, Oh, shoot. Um... Oh, what is it? Uh, How do you deal with negativity? Was that the question? Yeah. Um, So I think it depends on the environment, right? I know when I was in school and there was a lot of negativity and there was a lot of like bias and and just kind of eye rolling when I talk about MMIW because I'm the girl that talks about that. Um, I always took it as an opportunity to school the fuck out of them and give them but in a really good academic way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where they couldn't say oh well she was being a bitch about it and she just told me all this stuff and so that's all they saw was the bitch Mm -hmm. because you can't do that like when you're educating someone even if you have like a difference of opinion and and people get all defensive and angry if you're educating in a good way and sharing resources they have that opportunity they can take it or they can leave it right and so when I when I was in school, it was super triggering. It was very traumatic in many, many ways. And that's why I have the job that I do now, um, advocating for students and supporting them in safe spaces, is because I wanted to make sure that that, didn't, that doesn't happen to them. And if it does, that they have somebody to support them. And those negative spaces really, I could have taken it and been angry and been like, fuck you and walked out. But what, where does that leave me? I don't get the opportunity that I needed to to finish school and to become who I am now, you know, so I pushed through even though it was the hardest. And And I did have a wall up, but I took advantage of that space so that I was also educating and sharing in that knowledge, which I mean, some people can't do that. Some people can't look at it and be like, OK, well, how can I? And th- then that's up to them. They take it or leave it, you know. So I think for that, and it it's important for me to take that position. And and when it comes to like personal life, I think I've really like squished my bubble or squished my circle into like a very small, tiny one. I used to have a very big social circle, and I care about a lot of people but there wasn't in reciprocity as much as I had wanted it to be. So I care for a lot. And my, my husband was um, picking on me because when I had COVID, I had all these women bringing me soup and medicine and like dropping it off at my window. And he's like, what do you do? How does this happen? I was (laughs) like, this is what happens when you care about people. And then you have that circle, you know? And then he was like, he just laughed about it. He's like, well, this is who you are. I'm like, yeah, it is who I am. And, and it's who I want to be, and it's who, and, and the Dennis is, like, yeah, and she play with the Play-Doh and pretend to make the fry bread. Like, she just, Aww. she's cute, you know, <laughs> like, she sees it, so it's good, but, not, I mean, there's situations where you just, like, walk in, and you know somebody's going to be an asshole, so you're, like, arm's length. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be nice to you, because if I walk out of this room, you can't say anything about me that I'm not, that I was an asshole to you, mm-hmm. even though you were being an asshole to everybody in the room, but, like, my mom always says, "Kill them with kindness," mm-hmm. and and I I never knew what that even meant. I was like, "Holy, kill them with kindness, right?" Like, and, <laughs> but when it comes down to it, it's like if if you're that nice to them, if you have the energy to be nice and not just walk away, if you have to share space with somebody to do that, um, I think it's it's better on on me, you know, because they could never say anything bad about me, and I don't. I don't need that on my shoulders either. People mm. walking around talking shit like, oh, they may have been a bitch in the first place, but me coming back at them, then it's like this, you know? Yeah. And and I hope people aren't going to be like that, but some people are like that, you know? So that, I guess I, it's situational. Mm-hmm. I think with family, you just like take a break and then go back and everything's normal. <laughs> <laughs> you talk it out when you have some time. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. sisters are a challenge, but they are... Your best friends and your worst enemies all at the same time oh. <laughs> on some days, but you absolutely love them to the end of the earth, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that, especially when you're growing up, you know. So I think that's another kind of thing that you have to deal with as women in community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. But I love my sisters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> They're my first and best friends.
1: What did what what um what made you think of that? Mm-hmm.
3: That
2: question. we were talking about um you had brought up doing the bubble mm-hmm. and w- what everybody does for their own boundaries against anybody mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what type of energy they're projecting just to to protect yourself and um i thought of a person that i had come across in work it was a community member they had come into my office for assistance and This person, their eyes were black with no energy, like none. Mm -hmm. The person would just look at me like... Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. know when you look at somebody, you can see Mm -hmm. energy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's bad energy or good, but you you can see something. Mm -hmm. This person, there was nothing. Mm, That's awful. Just nothing. Mm
1: -hmm. That's sad.
2: So... I kind of, like, follow this guy on Instagram, and he calls himself a light seer, and he had mentioned people, somebody somebody asked, like, um, how do you know somebody's evil? He said that same thing, like, it's the eyes. There's completely, like, no energy Mm -hmm. in the eyes, and that's what I I experienced with that person, Mm -hmm. so I did my spiel with the person of assistance-wise, and... They left. So I literally was like, yuck. Mm-hmm. I just kind of like washed, I was sitting at my desk and I just kind of like brushed off because I did not want that to attach. Mm-hmm. So then thinking of that with like going through the bubble, I wanted to know kind of what everybody else does. And that was just one instance of like evil, like super bad negativity. Mm-hmm. Um. But like in general, I just kind of like you. I just brush it off, and I don't.
1: You can't. You can't make it. You can't. <clears throat> excuse me. You can't take it personal. Right. That's, that's the big thing to learn is you can't take that personal, right? And because mm-hmm. um, that's what makes the connection to mm-hmm. you and that person is when you start to take it personally. Yes. Then you take that ribbon, mm-hmm. and then you're connected, and then you're gonna carry something that's not even
2: yours. Mm-hmm. You know, and then and it's just gonna mm-hmm. manifest in some negative way Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. and then you take it home Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i get what you're saying i get what you're saying yeah um a big thing for me is when that happens is i i gotta get outside i gotta get Mm -hmm. outside i get fresh air Mm -hmm. my thing is water always i tell everybody i'm like if you if i need to release hurt pain grief anger anything i give it to the water i go to the river Mm -hmm. i find the water and, and i'll get in it or mm-hmm. you know i'll whatever whatever i gotta do i'll drink it i'll whatever i gotta do i just get in the water you know and um because it's a woman's medicine is water right so i just let it here take it i don't want it it's yours and then the water just goes and takes it away then. so that's but <clears throat> even nature just being out in nature and just letting creation like do what it does mm-hmm. to look out for us and keep us healthy and keep us fed and You know, that's why I'm like, I just got to get outside. Like, oh my God, I don't
3: want this. Right. I think those people and that energy. I mean, sometimes when I remember if they really, if I, if I carry it with me, like the next morning when I'm up and I'm, I'm praying or I'm smudging or I'll, I'll send that good, the good words to them. I mean, because they need something. Yep, They need something that they don't have. And it, because I'm still, and then I'll disconnect, you know, if I'm still, if I still feel it and I wake up and I'm still thinking about that person and they had that feeling towards me, like, yeah, I definitely brush off often, Mm -hmm. especially like, you're like, oh, like you gotta, you gotta brush off. It's like a, Mm -hmm. it's important, you know, um, and, and before you hug anyone that you care about, you know, you don't want to give that to them, but, but I definitely think like good words and, and good energy towards whatever they need to do to heal, is a good thing if you have it if you but if you don't, then you gotta cut it right away, you know, you gotta brush it off and let it go if it's not yours, but sometimes people they showed it to you for a reason, you know you saw it when no one else did, you know and and that could be something too
2: yeah, I was able to help this person for a short while, and then from wherever they went, I don't know what happened after, yeah, so. I guess that is something, like you said. I was able to provide assistance for the X amount of time I was able to, mm-hmm. so that's good.
1: Mm-hmm. I like that. That's heavy stuff, though. You know, it is. like protecting your energy, protecting mm-hmm. your bubble. It's heavy and it's hard.
2: It is, and like it's, it's not taught. It's, it's some... not,
1: and then you know what happens? We're all moms. Yeah. We take it, we carry it, we go home and who gets the butt end of it?
2: The kids. Or the husbands or the spouse or a roommate or parents. That's why I was like, don't take it
3: personally. <laughs> or do don't, we don't give? not carry it? we give those people? do we give the people in our family the same understanding that they may have they may be carrying something that's not theirs either? You know, like I don't I think about it for me personally, but I don't think about it for my four year old. Like who she's been in contact with all day and if somebody was mean to her or somebody like gave her like she was with family members that had something that, you know, like I just, I feel like I don't think about that outside of my own personal self, like how I connect and bring that into me and, and let it go. So I don't know if I think about it inside my home for my husband or my daughter or my cat. Maybe you I know, like I don't no I don't I, no, I, don't, right. I don't think <laughs> so about that, that you know. Yeah. <laughs> I used to smudge mine. We <laughs> do smudge him. He's great.
1: I mean, especially if they're going around, mm-hmm. if they're outside yeah. and stuff like that.
3: Mm-hmm. So I think sense. being mindful, just being mindful is a good lesson to teach those little ones. Oh yeah. Because that's I don't good, I never knew that. That's a good insight. Because she knows good. how she's trying to regulate her own emotions mm-hmm. so she can learn good boundaries about being around people who don't regulate their own emotions. Teach her not
1: to take nobody. shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Some kind of res Danny Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> he takes a deep breath. She sings that song all the time. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. I didn't even think of that. That's a good. No, um, yeah. That's really
1: good. That's a very important perspective because it not only happens to us, Mm-hmm.
2: If it happens to us, obviously it's gonna happen to everybody else, mm-hmm. and especially little ones where they can't tell you why they don't even they're know they're crying. Yeah, yep. like it happens with the kids. And they're so empathetic. They're like our girls have to go to Latchkey, so they go to school for like they get on the bus at seven twenty, and then I don't pick them up until four, so they're at school literally all day, like a full eight hours. Mm-hmm. And then I get them in the van and they're just sobbing. Mm. And I'm like, what's wrong? Why are you crying? And they can't tell me. Mm. And then I'm just like rushing. Come on, hurry up, get in the car and let's go home. And it's like rush, rush, rush. Mm -hmm. So I have to pull back and remember Mm -hmm. they're just releasing. And it's like, (laughs) it's hard because we're just so like, go, 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 go. So we got to pull it back. Like, I have to remember to pull it back for myself and for my family, especially the kids. It's just hard. <laughs> so that also um, brings me
0: to, like, you know how we go through things and they, they say it's, like, transitional or whatever. You're, you're transitioning from one person to the next, you know, mm-hmm. with a lot of things. And then, you know, we go through all these emotions and then we don't understand ourselves. But then I look at my kids, too, and I'm like, my kids are going through this. You know, my daughter's 20. Well, yeah, they're both the same age. But um, then I have a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old, and then the way that they they all show their emotions or anything, but then that's where I have to take a step back too is because I'm used to, you know, myself at my age and getting to know myself, but I also have to be patient enough too let them express themselves too. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're not having a good day or emotional, like yeah, just like you said, you pick your kids up and they're crying and they don't know what they they can't tell you. You know, mm. and then most parents get frustrated with that. Yeah, you know, it's like they swear at them and it's mean. You know, and and it's like you're not giving them permission to, you know, I think that slows down like a growth process almost. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, it, it kind of does, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, just kind of brought me somewhere else mm-hmm. but no, you I, know and then unhealthy adults you know mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah cuz they're not allowed to process their right? emotions and and tell anybody what that feels or try and get to the point where they can communicate that so mm-hmm. where do you go from there so if you're stopping them as soon as they get in the car where they feel safe enough to express any kind of right? emotion without verbalizing it like then you're putting up a wall for them yes. that they may carry uh-huh. out around with them for the rest of their lives so to be able to open that door and give them a safe space to be able to process, it's our jobs, right? Like, mm. that's what we got to do.
1: That's that's huge. That's it a real is.
3: good point, um, Keena. because
1: I have a, a 19 and a 17-year-old, and they've seen the ugly side of me and Bob, and we were in our unhealthy areas in our life, and we didn't know how to, we didn't know how to be parents, we didn't even know how to be partners and individuals, <laughs> like, and... Uh, Well, my parents spanked me, and my parents yelled at me, so that's how I'm going to discipline these kids. And if you're going to come at me crying, shut up. I don't want to hear it. Um, And then you go further down the line, and then you meet my younger two, and they're, like, the most emotional, free, like, (laughs) (laughs) I can cry, and I can be however I want. And it's two huge, different, um, Mm. I don't know, personalities, I guess. But it was because, like you said, like, we were – that's just how we – we didn't give them the safe space because Mm -hmm. we didn't even know what we were doing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as we healed and as we identified ourselves and our own traumas and, and worked on ourselves as individuals, it came out in our younger ones. And, and I still every day, like we have conversations with all of our kids and we're like, I wish I was better to you. (laughs) I'm sorry. And we're always apologizing, but we're also acknowledging like, I know I sucked as a mom. But I'm doing as good as I can now, you know, and having these conversations with especially my oldest because she's, she's female. She's 19, mm-hmm. right? And I remember when I was 19. So I just think, like, uh, I'm trying the best that I can. and Am I doing good? Am I doing a good job? Oh, my God, I love you so much. And she's like, I always feel loved. Don't ever think that I, I don't feel like I'm loved. I'm like, okay, because I know I sucked, like, 15, 16 years ago, you know. But
0: Me too. But You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, it,
1: it makes a big difference when you – make sure that those spaces are held for those individuals especially when they're under your roof
3: right but you're taking responsibility for it and you're acknowledging it Mm -hmm. and that's a difference there's a lot of parents that are never going to do that Mm -hmm. they're never they're going to say well that's on you now go heal (laughs) yeah go out the door and be an adult and figure it out on your own Mm -hmm. you having those conversations and saying i'm going to help you develop your emotional intelligence and i'm going to assure you that it was my responsibility and yes of at that time I wasn't able to do that but I'm here now mm-hmm. as an adult so mm-hmm. you can heal and I can help you heal now and I didn't walk away from you so you're never alone in this I think that is that is the difference um that that is the good step right like that's the good process for it and 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 that's what has to happen right so so you're you're a good mom mm-hmm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's that's good stuff <laughs> they're still alive. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, we're all about, like, the generations, right? Mm-hmm. So you just having those conversations, like Sarah said, if any of your kids ever choose to have kids of their own, you're setting that foundation mm-hmm. for your grandchildren mm-hmm. if they ever come.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and and I'm not in a hurry, but I'm in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I say this to my mom all the time, and he's like, stop. I'm like, I don't want to just have puppies. I want grandkids. <laughs> just no puppies. Puppies. No puppies. <laughs> Anyways, um, I want to be that Dora that's going to be present with my kids, mm. with their kids. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I want to be that encouraging and that shoulder. I don't want to control them and tell them how to be parents. I want them to do it on their own and fall down and suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'll be there to be like, it's okay. Let's do it this <laughs> way now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like you said earlier at the beginning, let's go with the flow. Like, just go with the flow and just take it as it comes and not try to be so controlling and not try to be so, like, enraged and and for what? Right? Like, what a waste of energy. I'd rather waste my energy in the bedroom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So there's a big gap between my oldest and Billy's, she's about to be 21 and then my youngest is 10. So... Billy always says, you're too fucking soft on these kids. So mm-hmm. there's like, you know, yep. and uh, she's like, you used to beat our ass when we were younger, you know, <laughs> and I'm this? like, kind of brought me back. am like, holy shit, I was, I wasn't a good mom, mm-hmm. you know, but then I don't know we're just kind of learning, you know, like mm-hmm. my son, he's real sensitive. He's real sensitive. Like he's always going to be touching. Love you, mom. Love you, mom. You know, yeah. I <laughs> love it, you know, my daughters are tough, like tough. But, um, I forgot where I was going with that. Uh, yeah.
1: I totally get that. I get you 110% Mm -hmm. because my my oldest son, he's 17 and he's like, what the hell, mom? You never used to take that shit before. (laughs) I'm like, why'd you hit him? You hit me. I'm
2: like, no. I don't want to hit nobody. (laughs) It's the same in our household too because it's 15, 14, 12. 15,
3: 14, 13, 12. Oh my god. So many babies. And
2: then... Two seven and two four. The older four, they say the same thing. Used to have eight kids? Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> but they the older four were they obviously came first and then when their younger siblings came, they're like, You guys are just too it's different. Like you guys were totally more strict with us. You made us do this, you made us do that. Yeah. And then the siblings came and it's not it's not like that. Mm -hmm. So I totally see what you both are saying because it's the same in our house too. Mm -hmm. But again, it's also different stages of life. Yeah. Look
0: at that. I'm not alone. No, you're not. I'm
2: like, oh my God, I suck. What
0: am I doing? I I used to be that mom too that always had the, when I had my older girls, matching pajamas, the everything had to be really perfect. My kids never, I didn't like it when they got dirty. You know, if a Mm -hmm. little ponytail was out of place, Mm -hmm. I fixed it. You know, like that kind of a mom. But my younger ones now, I'm like, I don't even give a shit if they fucking brush their hair for three days. You <laughs> know, it's like, just brush your teeth. You know, brush your ass
2: and brush your teeth. Get the <laughs> hell out. <laughs> real. I don't
3: care if you got matching boots on. Get your ass outside.
2: Kinda <laughs> look <different>. presentable. <laughs>
3: Right. My daughter's been in her underwear for like three days. Right. They're Mom different too. underwear every day, but she just does not like to get dressed when she's home.
2: No, it's been jammies all oh, week for yeah. at our house. She
3: don't like jammies. <laughs> that's what jammies and undies too. Yeah. Yep. Just running around.
1: So, anyways, that's uh, that's what we have for you guys today.
3: <laughs> so yeah. random.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any parting thoughts, anybody?
2: Did Everybody's I? doing great yeah. wherever you are in your life. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And yeah. Keep it up.
3: And you did a damn good job this holiday season. Don't <laughs> I, right. Don't let anybody tell you any different, you know? Like, I think it doesn't matter what's under your tree or how much you put on the table for Christmas dinner or whatever the fuck. Like, who cares? If your kids are smiling, you wake up happy every morning, like, that's all that matters uh, take a moment to, like, rub one out. I, I was literally <laughs> to <wanna> that. <laughs> How do you not get a boner listening to all of Take a nap. Take a bath. You know, like, for real, like, take some self-care time, whatever that means to you. And just be good to yourself because you fucking deserve it. Like, right I know there's probably men that listen to this, too, but we talk to all the women. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and... For real, just just be good to yourself and don't give yourself unrealistic expectations. so You're hard on yourself when you fail because that's just not fair. Just just be happy doing whatever you can do every day, one day at a time. Get through the day. That's all. Amen, day. sister. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And rub one out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: rub one
3: out. Is that over? Ending on. Yeah, close yeah. Yeah, so this is Ali, the pleasure doula. Dr. Rourke in the house.
1: Victoria. And our special guest. Kina. Hey. So this is us and we're signing off. Peace out. Happy. Osalazi. <laughs> <Also loves it. laughs>
4: Aonagi.